everyone, and welcome to Empowering Homeschool Conversations. We are so excited to have you with us tonight. And um, if you're joining us live, we would love for you to be able to share this broadcast, um, whether you're watching on Facebook or YouTube or maybe even Periscope. We're broadcasting live to all of those places right now. And if you know someone who maybe is going to start homeschooling and is thinking about how do I handle this planning thing? Um, or in the midst of it, and it's really struggling with trying to keep it all together. Um, that's what we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about homeschool planning made easy. And my guest tonight is Jennifer Dodrell. Uh, welcome, Jennifer. And Hi, thank you thank for joining you. us tonight. Thank <laughs> you for having me. I'm excited. You are welcome. I, I'm excited to have you here because homeschool planning, I think, is something that so many homeschoolers, when they start when they're in the middle, and even as we're finishing homeschooling, we still struggle with, and we need as much advice and tips and tricks as we can get. So, so I'm glad that you're here with us tonight because it sounds like planning is something that um, that you just love to do, and we we want to hear definitely how that incorporates into your story as well. But I also want to thank Right Shop for um, sponsoring this episode of Empowering Homeschool Conversations. And we're going to hear from Right Shop um, about halfway through our our broadcast. So definitely stay tuned to hear um, more about what they offer homeschoolers and also a huge giveaway that they have going on right now that I'd love to tell you about. Um, so, so yeah, so as we're getting started, Jennifer, I would just love our audience to get to know you a little bit and um, your homeschooling story and, and how planning, you know, just got to be something that, that you write about and, um, and we're passionate enough to say, yes, I can talk for an hour on this subject. <laughs> oh, well, I like to talk, so I'm pretty sure I could talk about a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. It makes it easier on me. <laughs> um, I've been married 35 years. We just had our 35th anniversary. We have five oh, congratulations. kids. Thank you. And two grandbabies and a son-in-law. I have to mention the son-in-law. Oh, yes. And uh -huh. yeah. part of the family. Yes. <laughs> oh, definitely. Um, and when our third child started middle school, he middle school is really, really tough. It mm. just is. And yes. um, it wasn't working for him. And I thought about homeschooling for a long time. It was something mm. my sister had done since her little boy was, you know, brand new. Uh -huh. And uh -huh. I just thought about it and I said, you know, we have to do this for him. He was miserable mm. physically, mentally, emotionally. It was miserable. So yeah. uh, we brought him home in sixth grade. And then two years later, when my fourth child hit sixth grade, we brought her home. And two uh -huh. years later, when the last one hit fourth grade, we brought her home. Mm -hmm. I was totally afraid to bring them all home at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a common fear. It yeah, is. Personalities, you know, I just uh -huh. like, I don't, know, I don't know about this. And, and it got a little hairy at times. It really I'm did. Sure. <laughs> and so, <laughs> anybody that has multiple children that they've homeschooled all along or it together, I, I, my hat is off to you because it is hard. Mm -hmm. It is chaotic sometimes. And, um, as far as planning, you know, I, mm -hmm. I've always been, I, I came back genetically a little OCD um, <laughs> and, and I channel it for good. If I can channel it, yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> so planning, I mean, uh, sticky notes, I have, I have sticky notes on my computer. Oh. <laughs> I have sticky notes all over the place and 
um, I was thinking about it today and I thought, you know, I have a planner, I have the calendar on my phone, and uh-huh. then I have a whiteboard in my office that has the calendar on it that I, you know, write on every month. And, and I really like that. I love to, hmm. <laughs> to sync all my stuff up. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Make sure everybody's me is on the same. <laughs> Any room I'm in, I have the information that I need. So it just, I don't know. It makes life easier. My mm-hmm. husband was in the Navy um, for almost 23 years. So I raised the first two kids that we had. Um, he was gone a lot. But, and of course, mm-hmm. the last three, he was home more. He was near the end of his time. He wasn't on uh-huh. the ship as much during that time and then retired. So mm-hmm. um, I had to be organized. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have all those. <clears throat> then my older two went through public school. But so even before we homeschooled, you have all those things. You had doctor's appointments or exactly. Um, one of my kids was in speech therapy. I mean, there's just there's always something that you yes. have to have on your calendar. You have exactly. To, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can attend to be that way too. I do have the, the multiple calendars and it's almost mm-hmm. like a self check for me yeah. oh, because definitely. I'm looking at the one calendar and going, did I put it here too? And right. do I remember that I have something that day? Right. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of like a check-in yeah, yeah, for myself to, to do that. Right. So, uh, so I, we have quite a few viewers. And so I just want to let you know, if you want to be part of this conversation, if you have questions about planning or um, comments along the way about what we're discussing, please make sure to put them in the feed. We'd love to incorporate that into our discussion and um, and to acknowledge that you are here because um, that's why we do this live. So um, so thank you for joining us. And, um, and yes, we're talking about homeschool planning made easy. And um, Jennifer Dodrill with um, History at Home is with us tonight. Mm-hmm. And um, so would you like me to bring up your slides? Sure. I made a little PowerPoint just to try to keep, well, it's part of the planning thing, I guess. <laughs> homeschool planning made easy. Um, that's sort of a play on words. Mm. Uh, Planning for me is easy because I enjoy it. Yeah. Planning for some people is like going to the dentist. Right. (laughs) I mean, it it just is. Yes. So Mm -hmm. I, I recognize that not everyone enjoys planning like I do. So I really want to try to make it kind of break it down and make Mm -hmm. it user-friendly because if you're going to plan, it needs to be good for you, good for your family um, in a way, you know, as simple, as easy as possible, if that's something you really don't enjoy. That's a great point because, yes, for those of us who love to keep the multi-books, calendars, all of those things, there's others that you know, would rather not touch those things at all (laughs) and, um, and not have to deal with it. But, Mm -hmm. but it it does make our life simpler too, if we, we can utilize little bits and pieces of that planning Mm -hmm. to, to keep everything in order. Otherwise mass chaos ensues because (laughs) your kids kind of take over your homeschool (laughs) if you don't have some sort of organization (laughs) to it. (laughs) Right. I kind of feel like if you don't plan to on certain things, like I said, doctor's appointments or something like that, mm-hmm. um, 
things can fall through the cracks and we don't want that to happen. We, and, and that gives us stress and that just makes things more difficult for us and for our children. So, right. Um, yeah. Now, does that lead us into your next slide? It does. It does. So my next slide talks about how many kids, how many planners. Okay. Mm. So like I said, at one point I had three children at home. By that point though, my son, the first one that I brought home was in high school. Right. So yeah. did it mm -hmm. make sense for me to have three different planners? Did it make mm, sense for him to have his own? Uh -huh. So for a little while, when I just had the first one home and then I brought the, you know, the second one home, I did share a planner for them, hmm. but they're totally different learners. So uh, it, it yes. and my children were older. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, I have to give that caveat. I did not homeschool my kids when they were littles. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's a whole different thing. If you have three little you know three that are early elementary school kind of age you might want one planner to keep all your things in one place because right because they're, they're not going to personally use it yeah <laughs> mm -hmm. it's not worth it's copying all the information all the time <laughs> right but when my son hit um high school i started getting his own and very similar to the little picture that i have on here i just honestly bought um, a teacher planner oh, from yeah. the teacher okay. store in town. I mean, some people go real fancy. I don't, um, mm. but that's because I'm kind of cheap. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, also, I, I mentioned, I was talking to Peggy before we started, I'm not super creative, so I need plain. I wanted big boxes that I could write in. He's mm -hmm. the kind of kid that you have to know, you know, you have to write down specifically what, you know, page 10 to 15 and right. answer these questions. You have to write specifics down. Well, then my daughter, um, she wasn't like that. I could be much more general with her. And as she got older, I actually let her be more involved with the planner. So mm -hmm. it really depends on your kid's age, yeah. how many you have, how much juggling on planners you want to do. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of things in there, but don't overthink it. If you love being creative, if you're kind of like a bullet journal kind of person and you enjoy doing that, then buy one of those fancy ones that you can get. <laughs> and make that thing work for you. Enjoy it, right? Because if you're right. going to be looking at this every day, you might as well like it. And if colors so pens mm -hmm. make you happy and stickers make you happy, then do it. Mm -hmm. you know, make yourself happy. So at least you're enjoying it. You're doing it right. Right. Yeah. That's a great point. And, and yeah, I need to, our kids are so different that, yeah. you know, that maybe they could share it. Maybe they couldn't. Um, right. In those high school years, you just kind of prefer to have that record anyways. You do. And that, that's, a, that's a great point, Peggy, because you can save those planners. Mm -hmm. Where when you go back and, and for some odd reason, somebody says, well, what did you use for math in 11th grade? And you're like, oh, I don't know. You can look. And so in the front, I would literally put the different curriculum. Well, our, we use an umbrella school in our state. So I had to okay. do that anyway, mm -hmm. but I would write in there what curriculum we used for each subject. Oh, that's a great idea. Yes, so mm -hmm. I had all that in one place. Right. 
you know, mm-hmm. and, and real easy to get to, real mm-hmm. easy to write things in. Yeah. So yeah. just make it as easy as you can for you. Mm-hmm. That's that's great advice. And not try to copy what somebody else is doing, but right. just yeah, whatever you enjoy. I, I like whatever that. You as you said, you know, if you find joy in it, do it. But if you don't, right. Right. don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yep. So, um, I guess you can go to the next slide and, and that, that works right into this. So, um, you have kids, you're going to have weekly commitments. <laughs> yeah. That's Welcome so to true. Home, right? <laughs> uh-huh. They might be in sports. They might have music lessons. Mm-hmm. They might um, have an art lesson, um, Bible study, church, whatever you want to put in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe, you know, a couple of my kids did speech therapy. One of my granddaughters has ABA and OT. So you would want to write those things in, Mm. in pencil. Yes. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Write it in pencil. Trust me on this one. So (laughs) write it in pencil and have it because those are the things that don't change. Right. They're not going to change. And so mm-hmm. you you have to kind of plan around some of those. And mm-hmm. we'll probably get to this later on also. If you find that life is a little overwhelming at certain times, mm-hmm. maybe you have to cut back on some things. Uh, very good. So this can mm-hmm. give you an idea of what might be flexible. What might be, hey, we're going to have to put this on hold for a couple mm-hmm. months, you know. Um, you know, yeah. I, I can't even think, think where, yeah, you know, when we, we just don't know. Right. When we, when we see it on paper, sometimes it right. speaks to us because we think, oh, yeah. yeah, well, we can do fit this extra thing in. But once you get to the point where you're writing it every day of the week or right. twi- two days a week and you see how much is happening mm-hmm. in that month. Mm-hmm. then then you can kind of reevaluate. Right. So right. It important. helps you put things in perspective, definitely. Mm-hmm. And some of the things that we think are so crucial, especially if you have multiple kids or if your kids have multiple therapy appointments. Yes. Um, uh-huh. Can you know, you have to figure out what actually is a priority mm. and go from there. Yeah. 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 That's, that's a, yeah. And, and sometimes things just need to get put, put on the back burner and that's why you do it in pencil, right? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Always do it in pencil. And so the last thing I have on here says, try not to over plan. Mm -hmm. Um, That's tough. Y'all. I know that is tough. Mm -hmm. It is. We want to fit so much into our kids. We want to have so many enrichment activities and all these other things. Yeah. But think about how many children do you have? Right. How much time is there in a day? And do you really want to see your husband at some point? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you want to, um, you know, skip doing something every now and then. Or it's easier to start light and Mm -hmm. add in a little bit than to go all in on things and be committed to, especially if you have multiple children, yeah, I have five kids. So it got to the point with the five kids. I was like, everybody gets one thing. Yeah. I've heard one, many people say thing. that. Yes, exactly. I can't do mm-hmm. sports and music and martial arts. I can't do that. 
Mm-hmm. for every child. Yeah, there's only me you know <laughs> live in the car and unfortunately i do know right. some homeschool moms that do that they and they can, the car and you can. They if, can. if that choice. works for you and that yeah. works for your family you want a car school go for it yeah mm-hmm. you know and sometimes to be very honest sometimes that happens yeah mm-hmm. things do happen which we'll talk about soon you know and sometimes you just have to deal with that so i would recommend starting small and then adding in as the year goes on, as the month goes on. Mm-hmm. That's a great, a great way to, to look at it because yeah, I think we want to start with everything on there and then pull away oh, yeah. versus mm-hmm. let's just start with one thing and then mm-hmm. see what's comfortable, especially when you start adding in all the other, you know, subjects and things like that. Like school. About. <laughs> school. Exactly. <laughs> and, and when is that going to fit in and how right. do you, you know, work around that? Right. So, um, right. so we have a question from one of our viewers. It's okay if I throw that up and sure. um, she said that um, I want to, to like using a planner, but it never seems to work. Any advice for that? <laughs> um, well, what have you tried? So maybe you're thinking typical planner, like I had the paper planner. Maybe you prefer digital. Yeah. There are a lot of good digital planners. Yeah. We um, had a whole episode this month on tech using good. technology. Right. Planning. Right. So, so try, try something else. Try a whiteboard. I am looking at it. You might like mm-hmm. you can see it, but I have a whiteboard up here that has a, you know, the calendar and you just fill in the month and then fill in the dates. Try something mm-hmm. different. You don't have to be do it like everybody else. It doesn't have to look like anybody else's. Mm, that's, um, that's a good point. Yeah. When you said whiteboard, when my kids were little, I painted that chalkboard paint on an entire wall in my kitchen. Oh, and we used that. that chalkboard for everybody's stuff to organize right. it. And it was like art in that's my awesome. kitchen. So, right. so it kind of helped me with my creative side as well yes. As, yes. <laughs> as the kids getting their things done. And then they could stand up on the bench and just put huge right on the wall. Right. <laughs> so that was kind of faces. They probably left you notes. And, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So I would definitely recommend just think outside the box. What works for you? Yeah. You know, what works for your personality mm-hmm. and go from there. Because honestly, for the most part, the planner is for mom. Yeah. It really is true for this kind of thing. The planner is for mom. So do what works for you. Don't worry about what works for somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. That's great advice. I love that. So hopefully that helps you um, hope so. ask that question. So, so yeah. So should I move on to the next slide? Um, sure. Okay. I love this. Okay. So before we get too far in, we want to check with, our state guidelines. Um, I always recommend HSLDA. If you go to the website I have here, hslda.org backslash legal, then um, you will just, the the United States come up, you just Mm -hmm. click on your state and it tells you what your state guidelines are. Yes. Um, what you have to do if you have to register. Like I said, mm-hmm. um, where I live, we have to have an umbrella school or register mm-hmm. with the school board. So it it's super important to know that before you get too involved, especially yeah. okay. um, the way I did it where I had middle schoolers and then high schoolers. So if you're going to homeschool and high school, you have to know what those graduation requirements are. Mm-hmm. It's just important to know. 
Yes. And it will make your life so much easier. <laughs> and you do that on the front side and then the back. Right. It, yes. And that, that's a that's a huge thing about planning. I mean, you have to be right. ready. You have to know what is required right. of you. And every state is different. So that's every state is different. I don't know anything about homeschooling overseas. <clears throat> like I said, we're retired. HSLDA does have. Um, do they? Okay. They do have um, links for international as well. Okay, and good. Most of the international homeschooling requirements are set by the country, okay. not by a province or mm-hmm. um, or a different. However, they're divided out. Okay. But but they okay. usually are universal good. national laws. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because yeah. I spoke so I think that's extremely conference. important is to know. Right, what your guidelines are. Yes. Yes. Very true. The next slide, then we get on into the nitty gritty. Okay, so we talked about putting in your weekly or your monthly commitments, however, that does any doctor's appointments, therapy, Mm -hmm. anything like that. Well, now we have to teach our children. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Those subjects. (laughs) What a concept. And sometimes you're like, how am I going to do that? I know it can be a little crazy. So, you know, write them down. Sometimes, like you said earlier, see it on paper kind of makes more sense. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Always remember, always remember if your kids have come out of public school or you did, um, we cover our schoolwork in less time. Yes. Typically, mm-hmm. not always, but typically right. mm-hmm. than they would in a public school. Okay. So just keep that in mind. You're not in competition with anybody else. You're not in competition mm-hmm. with the public school. You are schooling your own child mm-hmm. and whatever they need in these subjects. So math is a difficult subject for me. Math was a difficult subject for some of my children to go figure. Um, so we had to back up a few times. We had to try different curriculum a few times. Hmm. Um, so you got to put that. That's why I say write in pencil, right? right. Exactly. <laughs> because you mm-hmm. want that wiggle room in there to where you can change those things and say, mm-hmm. oh, this one's not doing it. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's important. And to, to allow yourself that flexibility. I think when we start writing things and, permanently, uh, right. we think that we have to stick with it. And when it's driving right. our kids crazy and us crazy, right. really the best thing is to not continue right. on that right. path. Right. But um, but we have to be willing to, to let it go too. So um, Something I've seen that's interesting on subjects too um, is some people will do um, like, like an A-B kind of thing like they do in a public school. So a day you would only do, let's just mm-hmm. say math and science. Mm-hmm. And then B day you would do history and English. Some people find it easier to, you, you can be so flexible. Yeah. Y'all. That's what we've ended up doing. So my, my oldest was regimented. He loved yes. having certain things every yes. day, but my, my second two, Mm-hmm. They are the more creative types and they really needed that time in right. those subjects to, to right. just delve in and not be sidetracked to the next. Right. You can also do things like take maybe, I would say you probably need to do math and English just about every day. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion. Right. But you could do like science and take a whole month 
and maybe do a unit study. Right. That's science. Mm-hmm. You know, and unit studies kind of incorporate other things in there too. But um, <clears throat> go from there and then they, they pick up on, I don't know, some creature that's from another country. So then you do some history, mm-hmm. you know, the next yeah. month and, and kind of let it lead like that. So you can be, right. if you're creative like that and you feel kind of, which may be a problem with the person that said they don't really like the planner, mm. is sometimes they feel stifled. Right. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Don't let that happen to you. If you feel stifled like that, it doesn't have to be that way. You you have so much freedom in that planning. So much yeah. freedom. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I, I love what you said about unit studies, too. I think that, that yes. opens doors for a much more creative planning. And a right. lot of unit studies have that in there. Those Because I think we did like the human body for 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. And, and yes, we were doing you know, some math and some, mm-hmm. some reading. This is when my kids were younger, right. um, but we focused on science that mm-hmm. whole 12 weeks. And then we went into some big history module and right. so we didn't do any science, right. but um, for a child on the autism spectrum, that was great for my oldest because he didn't like all the, you know, why are we talking about this subject now when we were just talking about that subject? Right. So he didn't right. even studies all the way through high school. That oh, being a that's good awesome. That there's a lot of flexibility in those, mm-hmm. I think, and a lot of depth. And, and you know, it's not like we do something like that with our kids and then we don't talk to them the rest of the day. We never, right. them. <laughs> we don't go to the library. We, you know, we go to the, we're homeschool moms. Okay. So everything we do, we turn it to a lesson. Exactly. We go to the store and we talk about weights and the, mm-hmm. and the um, food, the fruit and veggie aisle. And we talk about prices and, mm-hmm. you know, all different kinds of things. So we go to the library and we check out great books and we read with them or they read to us or whatever, depending on their age. So right. it's not like you're missing anything throughout the day at all. You still mm-hmm. have so much freedom in there. And we didn't even touch on electives. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. How are you going to fit those in? Well, it's not that hard. <laughs> It right. seems hard sometimes like art, if, if it's somebody like me who's not naturally creative. But I can find a them. curriculum that has it built in. Right. <laughs> I can go on Pinterest, right? <laughs> I <can find laughs> some stuff or ask my sister. My sister's super creative. So, she, you know, she would tell me things she did with her son. And, mm. you know, mm-hmm. music. Sometimes for music, when my kids... Um, got past the point when they were in middle school, they, they sort of were forced to play an instrument. <laughs> and for one, um, for my son, he loved it. For my daughter, she would rather, you know, eat dirt. I mean, it's horrible for her. But then for my youngest daughter, now she plays the guitar and she plays drums and she plays piano. I mean, she just loved it. So, I mean, just introduce them to things. Well, and I think that's what electives should be for, I, mm-hmm. is that we allow our children to explore right. um, instead of making it just an extra subject right. on that planner. Right. <laughs> because we need to right. fill in a box or we need to have so many credits. Uh, right. But but again, it goes back to that pencil you were talking about mm-hmm. and being willing to let go of it if it's something right. that, again, is causing agony for everyone <laughs> right. in yeah. the house. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I, I would struggle with that definitely when my kids were in school because I would want to check it off. Did uh-huh, you do your math? Yes. Uh-huh. You know, and, and I, 
like, okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mom, you have to back <laughs> off a little bit. <laughs> I'm checking if they're going to. Mm -hmm. you know, and deal with the consequences if they don't. And that's, right. uh, that's kind of that high school thing is, well, how right. dare you behind now? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. 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 My daughter came up to me today, mom, I have to seam rip the whole bodice of my dress and, you know, and because she's making her dress for prom and mm -hmm. I was like, well, so what are you not getting done today while you're seam ripping? <laughs> so, but again, it's, you know, being flexible enough. Yeah, this is right. what needs to be done, but, That's right. but yet these are the mm -hmm. other things. Life happens. And it does. Yeah. It does. That's so we have a question from one of our viewers okay. um, and Amy, who's watching on YouTube asked, I want to teach my second and third graders ahead into fourth grade. Is that okay to do? If you think they're ready for fourth grade work, maybe pick a subject, something they like. That's great advice. You know, and, and let them go ahead in that. I, I, think that there again, I think there's a lot of flexibility, mm -hmm. um, which we're going to talk about in a minute, yes. <laughs> but yes. there is a lot of flexibility in homeschooling. So we're not as stuck on grades mm -hmm. as um, some people might think. We, we still tend to, especially if we came out of the public school system, mm -hmm. we tend to think of, um, think of our kids in terms of grade. I sure did. And, uh, but if they love something and you want to go on ahead, then go mm -hmm. on ahead. A lot of homeschool curriculum is, uh, on a range of grades yes. written but for a range. Of grades. Mm -hmm. And so what they do in that, um, and I know that because I actually have written a homeschool curriculum for, for history for kids, yes. young kids. And it's for K to three. So what you can do is, you know, maybe you wouldn't ask your kindergartner to do all the activities, but as they get up towards third grade, then you would do more, mm -hmm. more in-depth and, and teaching them to critically think and that kind of thing. Yeah. So, and, and don't you find that, that, that gives a, takes the weight off of mom a little bit too, when you're, when you're sharing with those oh, yeah. classes. Yeah. I, I, I did that with my first two. I did not do it once I brought the third one home. Not that they were, my kids are all good friends, but they, when they were young, I had three kids in three different parts of the house. Oh. And, and they weren't really supposed to hear each other, okay? I had mine oh, no. didn't want to hear anybody else. <laughs> not really it's kind of hard when you're all in the same house. <laughs> so, Luckily, we had an eat-in dining room and a formal dining room and the office. My office used to be where my son did his work. It's like as each kid got to high school, we moved them in <laughs> And then now that they're finally gone, I took it over. So, mm. yay. You finally, <laughs> finally get the room back in your house. <laughs> I'm waiting for that day. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, so, yes, Amy, um, I... I totally agree with, with Jan, and um, hopefully that answered your question. I know we even used a curriculum. I, I had three foster kids and my three kids mm -hmm. and used the same curriculum to teach the three preschoolers who were just kind of listening in and my older three all at the same time. 
And so there, there's lots of options depending on what curriculum you choose. So. Oh, and the babies in the family learn so much. The little they ones, do. they just soak up stuff. We have no idea mm-hmm. what they're listening into until they start answering the questions. <laughs> right, exactly. And they're irritating their older siblings. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) well we are halfway through our conversation so i'm going to give jen a quick break and we are going to hear from our sponsor right shop and then we'll come back and we'll we'll continue talking about homeschool planning made easy so um, i'll see you in a second jen and um right shop i'm gonna bring up let's see here I can find it, their logo right there, if you've never seen that before. But um, if you're wondering what Right Shop is, um, this is what they want you to know about them. How are your homeschool writing lessons going for you? Are there tears of frustration or long minutes of staring at a blank piece of paper because I don't know what to write about? Yeah, I've been there. Um, here's the solution, Right Shop Curriculum. Finally, a writing program that understands the challenges of teaching writing. Right Shop has options for kindergarten all the way through high school. With engaging step-by-step lessons, Right Shop gives students the necessary building blocks of the writing process. So there's zero frustration. And Right Shop not only teaches kids how to write, it shows you how to teach. You'll learn to guide them through the writing process and inspire even the most reluctant writers. Parents rave about the results. Sherry in Florida says, I'm so pleased with Write Shop. My eighth grader, who was lukewarm about writing and really didn't write so well, is blossoming. And Haley in California says, thank you so much for creating Write Shop. It's been a pleasure to teach this curriculum and the results are phenomenal. Our son went from hating writing to asking for more. You can visit them at writeshop.com to take the placement test and find out which level best suits your child, tween, or teen. With WriteShop, teaching writing has never been easier. And something that I want to add in, too, for them is that if you go to writeshop.com, and I'm going to put this up on the bottom of the screen, but they are doing a giveaway right now for a lifetime curriculum. And so you definitely want to check out their website at writeshop.com to even just enter that, um, that giveaway. So, um, so thank you for WriteShop for sponsoring this episode of Empowering Homeschool Conversations. And, um, and I'm going to bring Jen back and we are going to continue talking about homeschool planning made easy. And I'm hoping that a lot of what we've been talking about has, um, has helped with um, you maybe taking a deep breath <laughs> that this planning is something I can do or something mm. I can get better at. And um, and Jen, I just want to thank you so much for sharing from your experience and um, just these simple yet effective. And I think sometimes when we we take a step back, we realize how much we are in our own way. Right. <laughs> when we, we start to get overwhelmed with planning. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so thank you so much for all that you've shared so far. I'm excited to hear what you have to share in the second half. <laughs> well, thank you. I've enjoyed being here. I, I was thinking as you were talking about Right Shop, we use some of their resources when my kids mm-hmm. are at home. I was like, wow, I wish I had that opportunity for the giveaway that they're doing. Yeah. yeah. They have some really amazing things. Um, and the other thing I thought about while I was, while you were speaking, you said, you know, that it says, well, we'll teach you how to teach it. Well, guess mm. what? In a lot of homeschool curriculum, 
It has it all planned out for you. Yes. Uh-huh. It says on Monday or first whatever day, mm-hmm. you know, this. You need to cover all this material on this day. This day you cover this material. Mm-hmm. So if you need that help, use yeah. that kind of curriculum. That's a very good point because yeah. that's one thing less it, that you have to do that exactly. you don't like planning. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, I thrived on it. So if I had something, I'd break that book open and it had X amount of chapters or whatever. And I I told you I was bad at math. I might not be as bad as I thought. <laughs> There's different <laughs> kinds of math. Yeah. So, that, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I would divide it by however many weeks that I needed to get that accomplished, whether it was the semester or the whole year or whatever. And I'd figure out how much we had to cover. Right. That amount of time. Mm-hmm. And that's how I planned it out. But that worked for me. But right. for some people, they need that teacher guide that tells them, you know, this day do this, this day do this, this and do that. Get right. that. If that's what works mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. Get that. Because it's, I love that. Mm-hmm. If it says it's no prep already planned out for you and you need that, go for it. That's if you're a mean. person that loves to plan and you don't want anyone right. to tell you what to do, don't buy right. it. <laughs> I only ever bought the teacher guide. I'm just going to be really honest. I, I just didn't feel a need for that. Mm. Um, not always, but most of the time. I didn't need them to tell me what to teach when, let's put it that way, mm-hmm. or what to assign or whatever. Um, but that's because I like it. Right. Yes. And that's a very good point. Right. Because some people don't. They and that, don't. That's just fine if you are that way. It, um, it doesn't make you a bad homeschool mom. No, <laughs> not at all. No, we're all different. So if you'll go to the next slide, it ties yeah. in really, really well with what we're talking about. Okay. Right now. Awesome. I'm glad you're remembering what's on. Yeah. <laughs> no. Be realistic. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't compare yourself to someone else. What are you good at? So what are your strengths? Mm-hmm. Because you may be the get down in the dirt and do stuff with your kids that I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I was much more, okay, I'm going to tell you what to do. Right. And then you <laughs> do it. I mean, honestly, I'm just being honest because that's, that's mm-hmm. the kind of person that I am. And that worked for my children and myself. They all got to college. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're smart. They're great kids. But I wasn't the get down in the dark mom. My mm-hmm. sister, on the other hand, she would do art. They did hands-on stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. She loved it. And so did my nephew. Yeah. He was oh. a very hands-on learner, and which is a whole nother conversation. Learning, mm-hmm. learning styles is a whole nother conversation. Right. That's real exciting, too. You might want to go look that up. Yeah. Um, I do have <laughs> a blog post <laughs> about learning styles because it's very important. So in that being realistic, be realistic about yourself, be realistic about your family, and be realistic about your children. Mm. If you have a child who is struggling in whatever, it might not just be a subject, it might be struggling in life. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So be realistic about that. You have so much freedom when you're homeschooling. Mm-hmm. to take that time. Don't let that pressure you. Oh my gosh, we're going to be out of school for, you know, right. two weeks or not doing school today. You know, mm-hmm. okay. it's okay. I promise you mm-hmm. it's okay. 
if you think back to when your babies were potty training, hmm. and we all thought they would never get it. You either had that kid, if you only had one, or you had multiple kids, and at least one of them hmm. was that kid that you were like, they're going yeah. to college and die exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know what else to do. I, I beat my head against a brick wall. It's not working, right? Uh-huh. Eventually, they get out of diapers. So mm-hmm. eventually, the schoolwork that really has to be done will get done. And um, I'll be very honest. There is some schoolwork that is busy work. Yeah. So when you get down to the, oh my gosh, there's so much to do. What is really crucial? That's a great point. Yes. What is mm-hmm. the thing or things that they need to learn mm-hmm. that's really crucial? And and I'm going to get real honest. If I had to do it all over again, I would spend a lot more time on strong character traits mm. than yeah. addition mm-hmm. or grammar. I would still spend time on those things, mm-hmm. but I would spend a lot more time on just getting real with my kids. Yeah. You know, it's interesting you, on those things. You bring that up. I just was chatting with somebody before the show started and someone um, from our church, their son just committed suicide. And, um, my boys both struggled with depression mm-hmm. when they were younger. And I said, as a mom who watched that, it's so heartbreaking and not, not having any control over it. But I spent a lot of time when my kids were struggling with that, mm-hmm. working on helping them heal. Mm-hmm. So that to the point where they're the same age as this young man. Mm-hmm. And I don't fear anymore of that because right. I know that they have gotten through that. Right. And we've worked on that and we've right. established what is true. Um, and where do you base your value? Mm-hmm. And um, I, you know, the years that we worked on that and set school aside, right. I don't regret it all. Good. And and so if there's a mom out there that just needed to hear that, I just mm-hmm. felt like I needed to say that. And uh, I want to thank you, Jen, for bringing that up because. Um, That's so true. It is you so, know, so even hard. Even if you just look at the pandemic that we, mm-hmm. we've been through a year. Um, And it has taken a huge toll on mental health and a huge toll on our kiddos that that struggle with mental health issues or our kiddos that struggle with addiction issues. Yeah. Huge. The numbers would be amazing and astounding and just terrifying if you heard them. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's tough. It's tough to live in our world. And and in the midst of a homeschool year, we have a lot of great things that happen. Mm -hmm. Our kids Mm -hmm. hit milestones and they might be really small. Yes. But they're worth celebrating. Mm -hmm. You know, my little baby granddaughter, who's going to be six next week, she's reading, she's learning to read. And we're like, "Ah," you know, (laughs) and she'll call me and she'll say, grandma. And she'll tell me, it's so exciting. um, And I celebrate those things, right? I did it when my kids were little, but um, sometimes things are tough. Sometimes they're sad. Like Mm -hmm. you're talking about, sometimes they're confusing. 
um, sometimes there's somebody dies in the family. Yes. It might be a grandparent. Mm-hmm. Um, we had my my youngest daughter. She has lived some life. I tell you what, she's almost 19. Um, and since she's been homeschooled, my oldest daughter, the big age spread, my youngest uh-huh. is almost 19. My oldest one is early 30s. Um, so <laughs> she had two babies. And, and I'm an, I am a doting grandmother and that looks 30 minutes away. So a lot of times I'm like, just bring your school stuff. We're going to go see the babies. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, you know, good things, but it's still, yeah, it's still it takes time. Right. In different life changes, maybe you move, you know, yes. we're retired military, but we were active mm-hmm. duty when my kids when we first started homeschooling. So maybe you move during that and lots of different things that happen that, um, which really nicely leads into my next slide, which is about being flexible. All right. Uh, So we're going to be realistic Uh about things and then we're going to be flexible Mm -hmm. because those two things being realistic and being flexible, again, they can be hard for some personalities. But if when you're planning mm-hmm. and you think, okay, I don't know what this year is going to bring. It's okay. Plan yeah. for a week. Exactly. You don't have to plan for the entire year. You do not have to sit down in August and plan through next May. Oh, no. Uh-uh. Our guest last week was saying, don't do that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, as my kids got older, especially in high school, I might plan as much as a semester. Right. When they had a semester course, for instance, senior year, they had to take American government or economics. Mm-hmm. So I might plan that whole semester out just for myself. Right. And because, you've homeschooled them long enough. Right. Do you find this to be true that after, you know, you've homeschooled a couple of years with your child that you could pretty much, you know, other than the things that you had to be flexible mm-hmm. around, could you pretty much set a schedule and it could be pretty much kept yes. on yes. track. Especially one, because by then you kind of know their personality mm. and mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. And you can, you know, like I said, the one son, my son, the only son that I homeschooled, he needed every point written out and he still kind of did. That's just yeah. his personality. Mm-hmm. Whereas then my, my next one, she was kind of, I was like, here, read a book and do the study guide. She'd be like, okay. I mean, but yeah, be, be realistic about things that happen, be flexible. And I think one thing this pandemic has taught us is to be flexible. Yes. And exactly. you know, mm-hmm. and the cool thing about the pandemic is you're home. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're home with our kids and we, I have seen so many things. Now, of course I don't homeschool now, unfortunately, <laughs> I've missed that. Mm-hmm. I went into the fall, just totally off the, I went into the fall last year without having to plan my oh, kids homeschool yeah. and I kind of grieved a little bit. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. really, really bizarre for me after 13 years yeah. of doing that. And I was like, wow, this is so strange. Thank mm-hmm. God I still teach. So I teach at the community college. So I had something to plan. You had something to plan. Exactly. <laughs> Otherwise, I think I've been calling people up like, hey. Can I plan your homeschool? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
need to get this done. Well, I, we have a uh, comment from a viewer that, that really talks about this flexibility. And I've heard this a lot from a lot of parents who have kids that struggle. She said, I need to take that teacher guide and double for the time we need doing a lesson. So math book might take two years to get done. I've had to learn to be okay with that. Right. Definitely. Definitely. Don't you think that's so important? That's awesome that mm-hmm. that they've gotten to where they, they understand that they're okay with that. I think that's wonderful. Yes. I, yeah, I, I completely agree. I remember the first time I spoke at a conference and said that that it may some curriculum may take two or three mm-hmm. years that ever gasps mm-hmm. in the room. Mm-hmm. And but the truth is some of our kids do need that time. That curriculum was sure. not written for your child. Right. Um, it was written for a child right. that can go at that faster pace. Right. But we want mastery, not right. down with the book. Right. Exactly. And yeah, just a heads up, you know, if you're in other school systems, they don't always finish the book either. <laughs> oh, that's so true. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, we got two months left. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right over that. Right. Don't just be doubling up to try to get a right. book. Yeah, especially in something like math that lays mm, such a foundation. Yeah. Um, don't skip those things. We did find. I did find that when I brought my kids home, each one of them. Of course, my my first son that came home, he had actually been in a different school every single year. Oh wow! And the the funny thing was, yes, we're military. We actually mm-hmm. didn't move as much as some military people do. Mm-hmm. But the first year he went to one school, then they built a new school. Uh, so that was uh-huh. through, you know, kindergarten first grade. Mm-hmm. Then we moved to Tennessee, and um, he went to a school. <laughs> they, they literally tore it down, built a new school. Oh wow! Yeah, and then we moved in that we lived in the same area, but we moved to a different county. Mm. So he had to go to a different school. Um, <laughs> then we moved to Virginia, where he went to fifth grade. And then, of course, sixth grade is middle school. It's a whole different school. Right. Oh, so this uh-huh. poor kid. This oh, poor kid. Yeah. But all that to say, there were some gaps in his math. Oh, yeah. Exactly. That was where I found the gaps was in his math. So definitely. I love that that, that parent has, mm-hmm. that they're okay with that. Because that is... Something you definitely want a good base in. Mm-hmm. Yes. And switching math curriculums, as I always say, is the one thing that you want to contemplate the longest yeah. because you do need to go. I ended up going back two years when I switched mm-hmm. my son just to make sure that we he had mastery in everything. Yes. Their scope and sequence is completely different. They are. How they write those curriculum. They are. They are. And, and, and it goes to their per, the child's personality, too. Mm-hmm. What works? Some kids do great with like an online kind of course, and some can't. I had a, one of my kids hated online. Yeah, my daughter hates online. It. She yeah. gets mad at it because she's yeah. like, "I answered it correct, and it didn't exactly. understand me." Exactly. <laughs> she, she's that verbal processor that has uh-huh. everything done like in conversation. Yeah. So yes, <laughs> totally so get that. It's <laughs> that so funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, if you want to switch to the last slide, one of the things that um, I guess yes, I, I wanted you to touch on towards is high school, homeschooling high school. I know a lot of parents who start, or you know, with littles and, and go on up, and they're like, I can't homeschool high school. I love yeah. high school. I did too. Yeah, I did. Yeah, and so I used this course template. 
I have a blog post where I walk you through adding in those credits each year. Um, it's not as horrible as you think. And the cool thing is that's where you can really start outsourcing your kids and yes. letting some other people teach them because that teaches mm -hmm. them great things on how to, how to yes. learn under someone else. Mm -hmm. But um, there are a lot of templates that you can find for mm -hmm. courses, even for elementary and middle school. So find the things that work for you. Find a planner that works for you. And find it and write it in pencil. I um, <laughs> <laughs> once again, <laughs> yes. I, have, I have I am I am my father's daughter. I have a file for each of my kids, and I have their their planner thing, the template thing in there that that I did for them um, through the years in high school. <laughs> they are all marked up and all done, and it's just crazy, which makes somebody like me a little nuts. So definitely. <laughs> well, it's nice that you do it on there, and then the temp, you know, the the transcript is right. what looks pretty. I mean, right. it doesn't have oh, to look goodness. pretty. It doesn't I go to anybody. It. So, I know. <laughs> that's awesome. So, so Jen, I would love for you to talk about your website. And um, after our discussion, probably tonight or maybe tomorrow, I'll make sure okay. to get all the links in because oh, sure. um, Jennifer has a bunch of um, information on planning on her website. So mm -hmm. I want to make sure that you get those. So if you come back later to the, the YouTube video, it won't be on Facebook or Periscope, but, but definitely the YouTube video. Mm -hmm. And you can just go to um, YouTube and search SPED Homeschool and you'll find our channel and you can find those links there. And, but I would love for you to talk a little bit about your mm -hmm. Your website and for those of right. you that are listening to our podcast, um, you can't see this, but it's Jen Dodrill History at Home.com. So mm -hmm. that's a long name, but uh, it is. <laughs> you can just go to the YouTube channel and find yeah. the link. <laughs> it all kind of evolved because I started by writing an American history curriculum um, for K to three, and so I sell that on Teachers Pay Teachers. And then I, I thought, well, I think I want to blog because I love to write. Mm -hmm. And so I started blogging. And I thought, well, my, my teachers pay teacher stores called History at Home. So I just shot my name in there to kind of make it a tiny bit different in blogging, but right. still keep that History at Home thing, even though it's funny because what I do more now is more for high schoolers because I teach public speaking at the college. So I, mm -hmm. um, I have a number of resources for uh, speech analysis oh, and like okay. Martin Luther King and um, Admiral McRaven, Maya Angelou, all those kind of things. I have those, but then I also went to Boom Learning, which is like a digital, they're like digital cards. They're a lot of fun. And I did uh, life skills life skills, yes. uh -huh. being task cards. So I really enjoy that. And they work for high schoolers. They're things, you know, like how to interview, how to answer interview questions, how to dress for a job, those kind of things. Mm -hmm. So, um, so the blog and then the things that I have on teachers pay teachers and boom, all kind of tie in together. Uh, they're all designed with homeschoolers in mind, although other classrooms and I've had classes use, especially the boom uh, life skills that were like sped mm -hmm. classes that use right. those and, mm -hmm. and like them. But um, everything I do, I design with a homeschool mom outlook. 
you know, looking yeah. at uh-huh. how could a homeschooler use this and it would mm. be flexible and, and usable and that kind of thing. That's so. great. Yeah. And, and Jen was, is one of our partners at Sped Homeschool. So he's also listed on our website. Mm-hmm. And um, so, so yeah, you've got some great stuff. And I had never heard of Boom Cards. I think my team started talking about them. Then I saw them on your website and I was like, oh, I've got to, <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of behind the times, I guess. But yes, yeah. um, they, they look like they're um, gaining popularity. They are. They're a lot of fun. And so, yeah, on my, on my blog, I have at least, I think I have four different blog posts specifically about planning and the one about high school that has the free template. Mm-hmm. you can get and um i just enjoy helping trying to you know think of ways to help other homes yeah, well, this has been helpful. I, I'm really? sure that you agree. Um, everybody that's watching, um, and and just deep breath. <laughs> I feel like that's that's what I can say after after hearing you, you talk is you know I think we we get ourselves into such a, a fix about about all this planning and really if we can it can be much more simple than we Definitely. make it and uh, and to to not stress ourselves about who we are not. Right. And, and I've, I've heard you say that throughout this hour. And mm-hmm. so I just want to thank you. Thank you. I think we all want to be that perfect homeschool mom, oh, but the really that, that perfect homeschool mom is you <laughs> because that's who God what gave your children. You. Yes. Right. Yeah. Whatever works for you. Mm-hmm. So, so this has been awesome. And, um, like I said, we'll, um, we'll definitely put all those links and Jen did share with me all of the the specific links for planning that, um, she has on her, her website. So mm-hmm. those links will be there specifically okay. to be able to pick okay. as well. So I'll make sure that that's available, but, um, but yeah, this wraps up our month of talking about homeschool organization and planning. And so, um, so it's been it's been great. We've covered a lot of topics. So if you haven't watched all of our shows and are thinking, well, you know, I need to know about technology. I need to know. Just go back to the previous episodes, whether you're on our podcast or, or videos. And we also do short segments of this. So next week, um, four shorter segments of uh, my interview with Jen. If you're just catching the end and going, oh, you know, I wanted to, I only have time to watch a little bit. Um, maybe I'll do the podcast, but maybe I'll just catch the, the short segments next week. Um, those will come out Monday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So uh, that's another way to to catch uh, a little bit, tidbit of information if you feel overwhelmed by an hour. <laughs> so, um, but um, coming up next month is Autism Awareness Month. And so we are focusing all of our blogs, all of our broadcasts on autism homeschooling. And so you'll definitely want to stay tuned for that. If you know someone who's thinking about homeschooling a child on the autism spectrum or already is, and maybe they just um, are looking for some extra resources, we would love to have you join us. Um, Next week, my guest will be Matt Sloan. Um, He will be back um, as a repeat guest. Um, He is with Sensory Fitness, and he's going to talk to us about understanding behavior in your child's sensory needs. So, um, So that'll be an awesome um, conversation. I think the last time he was on, we talked about um, sensory diets and and what is what is that. <laughs> so if you didn't catch that, um, definitely check out that episode. Um, also, make sure to check out um, our unboxings and video reviews. They are something new that's on our YouTube channel. And if you um, want to start reviewing 
curriculum, then um, we would invite you to become part of our review crew. So um, if you look at it, watch any of those unboxing videos or um, review videos, you'll find a link there to um, to fill out an application to join our review crew. So, um, so definitely think about that too. We've got lots of partners that we're, we're working on and um, we'll be continuing to review their curriculum. So and we've streamlined it so it's not extremely hard. You don't have to write a whole blog post. You just fill in a form and then you have to be comfortable doing videos. So <laughs> that's another precursor. But um, so, and I, and Jen, you were totally comfortable with doing a video. <laughs> um, I, you did great. And I, I just loved having you as a guest. And um, I appreciate it. You made it very easy. Well, thank you. It's uh, <laughs> like I told you, I, I started this three years ago, not thinking I was going to be very good at this, but you just do it and get right. better every time. <laughs> so, so thank you again for joining us. And um, I just appreciate all the wisdom that you had to share with us. Um, thank you. I appreciate you letting me come on and, and share and just chat and laugh and share. Yeah. All yeah, and I want to thank all you viewers for joining us. Um, and you can join us right here next week for another episode of Empowering Homeschool Conversations. Uh, good night, everyone. Good night. Hi, friend. Are you stressed, maybe even worried about so many needs around you that you've forgotten you are worth taking care of, too? Well, I'm Bonnie Gray, the host of Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast. I want to invite you to join me as I share practical tips based on science, inspired by God's Word, to help you spark joy and restore God's peace and love to your soul. Subscribe now and go to lifeaudio.com.